Hello and welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar. Hello. Um, and this is a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. And Matt's big, Bacon's voice is sounding far away. Is my voice sounding far away? How about now? Is my voice better here? Now it's a lot better, yeah. Okay. Well, point being, music industry podcast, everything is terrible and the house is on fire. Today... What are we talking about, Curtis? We're going to talk about something that is um, we've liberally copied. Well, we've actually taken it from um, Russell Brunson's book, Dotcom Secrets, um, which is going to be about the attractive character. And this is basically um, a chapter in the book where Russell talks about how you yourself have to have a unified persona that you present to the world in all of your marketing if that makes sense. So he goes over some different things. Like he says, like he gives examples and a marker can use like they have the, um, the, the adventurer and uh, what else does he got here? Of course I lose my place the second we open up. But anyways, the main thing is that he says that you got to have a cohesive uh, character that you use to present to the world. So like, for example, Matt is not really named Matt Bacon. I know it's a big shock, but I'm sorry. I apologize. And he has a character where he smokes cigars. I assume he smokes cigars in real life too. I do, but I like, I I own, and I tell this to anyone who asks me, like I only really smoke like one cigar a week. Like I smoked a few more like over the holidays because I was with like my friends and stuff. But now you guys have turned him into a chain smoker. No, but like, you know, I, I don't smoke a ton of cigars, no. But anyways, he's got the persona of, he tries to be like that band manager type stereotypical I think that's what you're trying to put across because that's what I get when you're doing it. Essentially. And it's also fun. Like it's, yeah. it's like part of it, I think is there's the, you know, part of the Matt Bacon character is that there's a lot of people out there who are like, Oh, I drink a lot. And when I drank a lot, that was like a problem. So, you know, and so when I stopped drinking, I wanted something that kind of replaced what wine was in my life. Cause I was like a wine connoisseur. In a lot of ways. You, were a, you were a whiner. I was a whiner. Wow. And so that's sort of where the start for the cigars came along with, you know, Vinny LaBella from Exhorter, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool that like a legit, you know, New Orleans guy taught me about cigars. Um, See, that's all, he's also doing the character right now because he name drops. Oh, absolutely. You got a name drop. But like, yeah, you know, just saying. Vinny LaBella is like the most legit man in New Orleans. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> um, but this is know. Matt's character. He, he name drops. He acts like he's the manager. Um, with the cigar and I mean a lot of it, it it's true in a sense but I mean at the same time I think I'm, ampl- I'm, I'm, I'm amplifying the music industry aspects of Matt and I'm I mean I'm I'm coming through okay by the way right now you are yeah okay weird um I'm, I'm amplifying the music industry aspects of Matt and I'm diminishing the the part of me that's like I don't know like my favorite like my favorite author is Umberto Eco like, that's a geeky fucking author to be really into. I thought you, you said know? Gordon Gecko for a minute there, and I was like, what? No, like, you know, like, like I'm into some real geek shit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I do show that part of me, but, you know, but I emphasize, like, I know what's going to play well. Exactly. And, but you do play it up, and you do, you're pretty consistent on it. Yeah, and, and the consistency is key. Exactly. Now, how this relates to a band is a lot of bands don't do this, and so they need to figure out what their attractive character is. A good example of a band that does this really well, and we brought them up in the past, because they're probably going to be superstars one of these days if they keep it up, is Heavy Temple. 
they sure. have they they're totally cohesive in how they present themselves they are stoner girls hippies you know that uh you know like to play music and they go on that total theme you don't see them sitting you don't see them taking pictures of them watching south park and sticking you know stuff up their butt or anything like that you know what i mean like they're not doing the big like and when they do do the goofy thing it's still in line with the persona that they have exactly it's 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 all part of like the the crazy fun rock and roll experience another band who are very good at the crazy fun rock and roll experience is um great electric quest they are they're very good at that as well you know because they just they paint the the narrative when it comes down to it you everyone wants to be friends with great electric quest because they're having a great time so if you're their friend you're going to have a great time too and another band that does this really well just if we're going to give some props to people is uh usurper fantastic at that they have the whole we are true metal down um and every aspect of their marketing their persona when rick does interviews when any of them do interviews it's just straight we are true metal guys fuck the posers that everything it's perfect and it's cohesive and that makes it fun and people like it's heavy metal like people are here to have fun yeah you know like like it shouldn't be it shouldn't it shouldn't be a big it shouldn't be a a, a hard to process thing like we're here does to great, have a good time does great electric quest use stage names or no i'm not sure if they do um t sweat did for a while was t sweat for a while <laughs> yeah, but, yeah that's right. but now he's um now he's changed back on facebook facebook so okay well but band wise he's still using a stage name correct you think yes cool yeah. like i mean most I'll- people call him t sweat yes just notice that all three of the bands we just mentioned all use stage names as well, just as a as a uh, note noteworthy type thing. And, it, and that, I, I do want to point out that your stage name doesn't have to be silly. Like Matt Bacon isn't an inherently silly name. There are people in the world whose last name is Bacon. Sure, you and know, and who are vegetarians as well. Exactly. It's just oh, Jesus Christ. But anyways, all, all the people we talk about do use stage names, but that doesn't mean you have to. Like, my real name is Curtis Dewar. It is not Dewar. It is not anything else that is my actual real name. I do not use a stage name. Uh, but you have to come up with some sort of identity um, that you're going to be presenting to the world and it has to be cohesive. That doesn't mean that you're being fake. It doesn't mean anything like that. It's for your marketing. Uh, it's part of your marketing, so that way it just presents a unified front and people know what they're getting. So it's not like, you know, you're a band that's ultra serious one day, and but you're really goofballs the next day or something like that. But if you are, it has to be consistent with whatever theme you are. Like if you're a D&D themed um, band, make everything revolve around the D&D theme. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is you're trying to do. If the band's about gaming or whatever it is, you just got to pick something and have that be your character and you got to be consistent with it. Exactly. And again, and it, and it can, it doesn't have to be serious. Like it totally can be D and D and gaming. Like that's a, that's a perfectly valid thing for your band to be really into. Like that was, that was pilgrim stick, you know? And a lot of people, a lot of people just like that sort of thing just because they, they like that sort of thing. Like, um, like Starkill aren't re- weren't really a D and D type band, but they they had that sort of thing anyway. I always thought that they were they were based on that. Well, I thought there was a game called Starkill. That's what I originally thought that they were based on. But no, no. Okay. But, you know, but but 
again, the people we talked about this in a previous episode, the people who are into whatever you're into mm-hmm. are going to be, you know, the people who, who are in, the people who are into you are going to be into the same things that you're into is what I'm Agreed. trying to say. Agreed. 100%. You know, it's um, like, 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 it's not like these fans don't, it's not like you're a 50 year old man in a classic rock band trying to understand which. But if you are a 50 year old man in a classic rock band trying to understand Twitch, it should be all, you should be making sure that you have more than just the one thing you're doing where you're doing a Twitch stream. If you're going to do a Twitch stream, do it often, but make it like, I don't know, Bob Stoner Rock Twitch stream or something. Exactly. You know what I mean? It, like, it has to, you, you got to tie it in at some point. It's not, it's just kind of weird if you're just like randomly doing Twitch streams and you're like in a stoner rock band. It's just, I don't know, just seems a bit. Yeah, pe- people need a reason to connect with you. They need, people need to see the why. Yeah. And a lot of video game nerds are probably not going to connect with that. But stoner rock guy, guys in the stoner rock who play video games will definitely connect with that. And there's a lot more than you think. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, again, making those sorts of things even if it's like a new like newfangled thing that you're not really comfortable with yeah figure out a way to make it work for you like gary v is talking about how his new video game channel because he wants the attention that comes from video game streaming Mm -hmm. right his new video game channel is literally him playing classic games because that's what he knows how to do he doesn't like he realizes he does not know how to play fucking Fortnite, but he doesn't and he doesn't want to embarrass himself trying to look like you know look like he thinks he's younger than he is playing fucking Fortnite. so he's so gary v is playing like nintendo games and shit yeah exactly that's fucking hilarious i did not know about this but that's funny no but it's awesome because like guess what it is. gary v understands he need he needs the attention yeah 100%. you know and and this is how he gets that you know it's it's not um this isn't him trying to like show off how cool he is this is just day trading and attention mm-hmm. now um assuming we're done on that i just i just wanted to quickly go over some something else if you're okay with that Matt. yeah go okay i don't know if you saw it today but uh we should probably do a podcast episode on this one of these days and i'm hitting matt out of the blue with this so he doesn't know this happening at the toilet of hell today there was a whole article about pay to play. Did you see this? Yes. You did? But, yeah. And again, this isn't tied into the attractive character. That's something we're no, not. No, it, it isn't. It isn't. I just wanted to bring that up really yep. quickly. Just, but did you see it? Did you have any thoughts on that really quickly? We can um, that's episode. a whole separate episode. Oh, Matt won't talk about it. Yes, because my time is valuable. My time is valuable too, but whatever, Matt. Now I'm all set. <laughs> But anyway, back to the attractive character. Oh, well, I was using that. To, I was using. You didn't see my, my tie-in to the attractive character there, being like, "Oh, my time is valuable. I can't." I, I, I did. I did. But then I also got upset with you. So, anyways, now, now you just defended one of your uh, one of your fans here. Uh, <laughs> oh dear! Anyway, can't can't risk defending Curtis. Back to the attractive character. We can talk about the this the other thing tomorrow. Um, now, the other part I was going to mention about Matt's attractive character is one of the things he also does is he tries to make sure that you're kind of like you're aware of the different scams that are happening in the music industry, which is why I brought that up, Mr. Bacon. Fair enough. So it, it does go with your attractive character. But anyways, um, just when you're, when you're doing your attractive character, if you have any questions about it, just ask one of us 
and just ask us if it's goofy or not, or if it sounds okay, if it looks okay. I mean, you don't want to be totally, what's the right word I'm looking for? You don't want to be totally contrived, but you do want to be, you do want to have a way of making sure that you know what you're trying to present to the world. Does that make sense? Yeah. And goofy isn't necessarily bad, just for it's the record. Not. If you want to be goofy, that's fine. There's lots of artists that are totally goofy and they do quite well for themselves. Um, that EDM guy, Dylan Francis, master at being goofy, and it's fucking hilarious. And, you know, and there's a and uh, Blink One Eighty Two when they were when they were in their prime, fucking great. Budhound Gang, another one band that were great at being goofy. But if you're going to be goofy, you got to be totally goofy. All those bands, people I mentioned, their whole image is goofy. It's not just like goofy one day and then the next day. It's like I think the only band I can think of off the top of my head that was able to pull dark and serious plus goofy off well was typo negative. And I don't think anybody else has ever been able to do that. Yes, I know. Yeah. Or, or at least you're, at least, you know, you got to put the focus on being goofy in the right situations. Like Paul Bear yeah. as people are super goofy, but they're not, they're like, they're nothing about their interviews or anything is really that goofy. Yeah. And then, you know? but it's, it's not like, but again, it's not a contrived thing. It's the way that they're trying to present themselves to everybody. It's, exactly. it's the marketing message. It's kind of like if you were selling, I don't know, hot dogs, you wouldn't want to be talking about vegetarianism. You know what I mean? So, sorry. Yeah, it's, yeah no, but exactly. It's, 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 it's staying relevant to who you are and what you're trying to accomplish and all that good stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think we've, we're pretty much wrapped up on that. Yeah. So, Curtis, what do you have to plug? Um, I'm going to talk about the marketing challenge, even though we are not currently accepting enrollments, but, um, if you are interested in possibly doing one in the near, uh, once we're done this one, let us know. Cause, uh, if this one goes well, we are thinking about re redoing it or not redoing it, but doing a new one. Um, I've but, been very pleased. Um, I think a lot of people have been getting a lot of value out of this thus far. Yeah, we've only done like one post and I've asked like two questions so far on top of that. So and, pe and people seem people seem to be getting it. So yeah, it's quite active in the group. Um, so we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on how it goes over the next couple of days. I would assume probably most of the people that listen to the, or maybe not most, but probably at least half the people that listen to the podcast are in the group. We'll see um, as far as I know, but I don't know. Um, but if, if you if you are interested in doing it and you are not currently enrolled, let one of us know, leave a comment or message one of us or something like that, just so we know what if the interest is out there. Because I like doing them, doing these types of things. I think Matt likes doing them too. So if, if, you're, if, if this is something that you would be interested in doing on a regular basis or just in the future, just let us know and we will, we will most likely do another one at some point. That's my Absolutely. Point. I think we're going to do one at least once a month. So Yeah, I would like to, depending on interest. If only one or two people want to do it, fuck that. But assuming we get uh, at least half the amount of people we had in this one i'm, I'm totally down to do it exactly we got to keep pushing them we got to be and again the money's going to fund the podcast so it's not like we're we're lining our pockets with um with a whole whopping 10 bucks the whole whopping the whole whopping 10 bucks is going to cost you yeah so yeah i just want to i yeah just want to back that um and then there's going to be a bunch of other cool things that we'll be able to give you access to if you're a part of it and you show that you're not that you're easy to work with and you're not going to give us headaches so oh one more thing i want to plug that belongs to matt bacon so just hold on one second oh boy. bio i i want want people to buy a bio off you if they don't have one um especially people that are part of the marketing challenge if you do not have an updated bio i would highly recommend that you get a 
a uh, updated one done, well done by a professional writer. Um, cough, so cough. Yeah. So if you're in the market for, so if you're in the marketing challenge rather, and you don't have an up-to-date bio, I would strongly recommend that you get one done just because um, your marketing messages are not going to be as well received if you do not have a good bio in your press kit. So just wanted to put that out there. It is not going to be a requirement. You pay Matt 50 bucks as part of the challenge. We wouldn't do that to you. I'm just saying I highly recommend that you get him to do, do, a, do you a bio if, if you don't have an up-to-date one. That's, well, that's very kind of you, Curtis. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And that's because we're friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Are we done yet?